Hello, and welcome back to SAS Stories and Sarcasm. We're your hosts, Brian and Mary, and this is episode 87. Yeah, happy March. Happy March Madness. Uh, Brian, you have a pretty exciting weekly update, so you can go first. All right, I do, I do. So after many months of (laughs) job searching in the Seattle area, I finally got a job offer, and I accepted it. Yay! Yep. Uh, Cue the, the party strings and, you know, ribbons falling from the sky uh yeah so my start date is uh march 30th so in about 2.5 weeks or three in between that and three weeks and so right now i am looking at apartments in the area and so this is super exciting for me i just figured i'd share it with you guys and there will be more details to come when i know more about it um but it is an associate developer over at expediters and uh basically the thing about them is their, their work attire is business professional, so I will be also shopping this weekend <laughs> uh, for some fancy smancy uh, everything, really. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was yeah, just so Brian. It was just like two weeks ago that you bought some like fifteen dollars shoes, and you were just so happy. You might have to buy I, some more you know, shoes. I'm using them right now. They're so great. You know, they're black too. So if it was like any other job that wasn't business professional, I probably could get away with wearing them too <laughs> at like a work environment. But no, I probably have to, you know, get some actual office shoes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the news. And there'll probably be more details to come later. But that's what I know for now. And uh, yeah, accepted the offer. And now I just have to pray that nothing comes up in the background check. Nothing will come up. Right. Nothing's going to come up. (laughs) Yeah, nothing's going to come up. But uh, yeah, so that's the news. And I'm super excited. And uh, how about you, Mary? Anything interesting happening to you this week? Let's see. A few things happened. Um, last weekend, I went with my cousin Sarah to Flatstick Pub. Um, there's a few of them in the Seattle area. It's like indoor putt-putt golf um, bar. Oh, and so it was really fun. And we're both considering becoming lifetime members because it was really fun. And basically, every day after that has just been working and everyone is just constantly talking about the coronavirus everywhere right. we go. And... Um, Lots of schools like UW um, is closed, like online classes through, I think, April 10th. And Seattle U has online classes. Uh, SPU, where I work, um, they're going to also do online classes. But campus is open. So as of right now, as of Friday night, um, I'm still going into work. Like offices are open. All that is going on still. But that's basically what everyone has been talking about. In every meeting, and everywhere I go, just every lunch, everything, just talk about the coronavirus. And yeah, I can imagine it's like ground zero in Seattle for yeah. the coronavirus. And of course, this is the week that you get a job in Seattle. So yeah, welcome. I know, I know. It's like it's like so eerie. Like I'm like actually moving into that area. <laughs> it's <laughs> a very weird feeling, but you know, <laughs> but gotta, I, gotta, I like got to make a living. When you texted me yesterday that you got the job, I was like, welcome to the epicenter of the coronavirus. Like, Yeah, yeah. And I also it's, suggested It's certainly that an you... interesting feeling, but, you know, it, statistics are on my side. Yeah. I will not most likely be uh, affected severely because I'm young and my lungs work relatively well. <laughs> but, yeah. So. Uh, I told you that you should go buy out hand sanitizer at every place you can in Texas while you're still there. And you could probably make a bucket load of um, money by like selling it for a profit. If you, when, when you move here. 
So Ooh. that's just something to think about. Well, instead of filling up my suitcases with clothes, <laughs> I will fill it up with a bunch of hand sanitizer bottles. How about that? <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, they're out on Amazon. Like, last time I checked a few days ago, they were selling on Amazon for over $100, and you wouldn't get it for, like, two to three weeks. And I haven't checked since then, but I'm sure it's only gotten worse. So, yeah, I mean. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I know my mom has a story that, you know, she works at the VA in San Antonio, mm -hmm. and they just got a shipment of, uh, like, face masks. Yeah. And it, it's pretty much, like, disappearing right now. Oh, yeah, people are oh, stealing them. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that's that's interesting stuff, everyone. Uh, <laughs> don't cough on each other. Yeah. But um, before we continue, I wanted to, or I guess we are continuing, um, I wanted to go over some fun facts about Seattle to lighten the mood. It's not all about the coronavirus here. I mean, right, right, right now it is, but not usually, hopefully not for too long. Um, so here are some fun facts, some things that you can look forward to, Brian, or just some things that you might not know. Mm -hmm. um, the land that is now the city of Seattle has been inhabited for at least 4,000 years. Wow. And then, I don't, I'm hoping you know this, Seattle is the birthplace of Starbucks, the world's largest coffee chain. I think I did know that, yes. It first opened in 1971. Um, the bridge that connects Seattle and Medina across Lake Washington is the world's longest floating bridge. Do you know that? That's that's pretty cool. I didn't, I didn't know it was, uh, I don't know how it's floating. It's floating. I guess it's just like tethered to one area and more or less. Yeah. And then okay, if there's yeah. other bridge in Seattle, other main bridge, um, when you travel on I-90 from Seattle to Mercer Island, you travel on the world's first floating bridge. So we're just all about the floating bridges here. That was built in 1950. Um, Seattle is home to the world's first gas station, opened on East Marginal Way in 1907. Uh, Seattle is ranked the most literate city in the country with the highest percentage of residents with a college degree or higher. So thank you for contributing to that statistic yep you're welcome <laughs> um, i'll add to the the literate number yeah. plus one <laughs> um people in seattle buy the most sunglasses per capita than any other u.s city and you know why uh i think you mentioned this because it's like so unsunny half the time that you just just lose it <laughs> yeah there's so many there's so many days between days of sun that people lose their sunglasses a lot uh so my suggestion is just Whenever you get a free pair from wherever you are, just use those sunglasses or get like the cheap ones because you're probably going to lose them. You know, honestly, I don't even have a pair of sunglasses down here and it's pretty fun, uh, sunny. Oh, what have you been doing? Yeah, um, I know. Might as well. Uh, well, I won't need it in Seattle. Never mind. <laughs> well, I mean, it's going to be summer in a few months, but okay, okay. anyways, continuing on. Seattle was the first city to have police on bicycles. Um, the That's largest... Cute. Man-made island in the U.S. is Seattle's Harbor Island. The Boeing Company, founded in the Seattle area by William Boeing, was originally a boat company, and um, but he was just fascinated with airplanes and flying. Um, let's see here. A few other facts to take note of are... Pike Place Market features the longest continuously operating farmer's market in the U.S. That's pretty cool. Um, the Washington State Ferry System is the largest in the country and the third largest in the world, carrying more than 25 million passengers every year. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Seattle has nearly 500 houseboats, more than anywhere else in the U.S. Now that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. 
I'm not sure if I'd want to live in a houseboat. I feel like if I would like put a cup of water down or something and, you know, the waves probably would knock it over or something like that. It doesn't seem that that's stable <laughs> for okay. sure. Um, more people bike to work in Seattle than any other similar size city in the U.S. Nice. You're being eco-efficient. Mm-hmm. Seattle has the highest, second highest per capita rate of live music performances in the United States. New York City is the first. Um, only yes. Murano, an island near Venice, Italy, has more glass-blowing studios than found in Seattle. That's pretty cool. Here's a good one that you will appreciate. Seattle's annual okay. rainfall is less than that of Houston, Chicago, and New York City. So it might be gloomy around here most of the time, but it doesn't mean it's always raining. That is true. That is true. And then lastly, the Seattle Public Library System has the highest percentage of library card holders per capita in the country. So that just goes along with being the most that probably literate. Goes lo- yeah, exactly. The more you can read, the more you'll take advantage of books. (laughs) Yep. So, um, oh, yeah. Other thing I wanted to take note of is that two of the most rich people in the world live here. Amazon founder Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates. So you're among very rich people, even though, I mean, no one ever sees them. But, you know, they're there. I wonder if they're actually still there right now or I don't know where they're out on right some now. island somewhere. <laughs> I have no idea where they're at right now, but you can probably check their Instagram or something if they have that and figure out where they're at. Oh, is Bill Gates an Instagram model? <laughs> I have no kidding. idea. But those are just some things to look forward to or, yeah, go across that floating bridge and you'll know some facts about it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually good to know because I literally know nothing about any of the cities that I live in. So this is good. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. And you've lived in a lot of cities. I have, I have. But I just started using Stitch Fix and wanted to tell you all about them. Instead of shopping in store or buying clothes online, Stitch Fix sends styles you'll love right to your door. To start, take a style quiz and for $20 per box, A personal stylist will curate and send you a box with five items to fit your style and budget. If you have a certain occasion coming up or are looking for something in particular, you can even let your stylist know. Plus, you choose the frequency of when you want items sent to you, whether you only do it once or multiple times. Buy one or more items and the styling fee goes towards the purchase of those items, and then just send back what you don't like for free. Go to sassstorysarcasm.com slash stitchfix to try Stitch Fix and get a $25 credit for your first fix. The other thing we want to talk about on this episode is the WCC tournament. It began yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Gonzaga won the uh, one for the regular, season. the regular season, WC regular se- WCC regular season. So... The way that they're, they structured, they changed the structure last year of the tournament, but Gonzaga automatically is in the semifinals. So they don't play a game until Monday night, and then if that's the semifinals. And then if they win, then they're in the championship on Tuesday. But Brian's just going to go over who's playing who that we know of so far. Right. So we already have had two games. Uh, Loyola, Loyola Marymount advanced, and they're going to be playing against San Francisco uh, Friday. Uh, March 6th, so... Uh, right now. Right now, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, and then we also have Santa Clara against Pepperdine uh, later on, also Friday, March 6th, so today. Um, and then the winner of that will play Pacific, and that'll be on Saturday. And then 
and then the winner of that game will play BYU. Or, sorry, the winner of that game will play Gonzaga. And now mm-hmm. the Pepperdine-Santa Clara game, the winner will play St. Mary's, and the winner of the St. Mary's game will play BYU. And then at the very end, I predict, hopefully, it will be Gonzaga. Do you think it will be Gonzaga against BYU or Gonzaga against St. Mary's? And it's a toss-up, honestly. And yeah, they're both I think pretty even. It could, I think it's more likely to be BYU. Yeah, I would say that too. Because we BYU beat St. Beat Mary's twice. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who knows, really? It's That's going to be a tough game, the St. Mary's versus BYU game, but I don't know. We're going to play yeah. one of them, probably. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. But I did want to make note, you know, I've been kind of s- semi-teasing Portland this entire year. And, uh, and unfortunately, last year. They, they did. And last year. Gosh, I'm just such a bully. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Portland did lose in their opener in the tournament. So they Aww. will not be making the NCAA tournament this year. That's too bad. Yeah, it is too bad. But go Zags. And um, next Sunday, March 15th, is Selection Sunday. So that's when, you know, the kickoff of the NCAA tournament begins. So that's very exciting. Yep, and then we can all fill out a bracket, and uh, maybe we'll make a bracket group that people can submit their brackets to. Yeah, we tried that last year, but we'll do better this year. Hopefully get some more people to join. Yep. But that was fun. But again, remember, if you uh, write a review on Apple Podcasts, then we'll give you a sticker, a Sass Stories and Sarcasm sticker. And everyone, stay safe from the coronavirus, and go Zags. And Brian, good luck flying in here. Into the yep. the war zone of the coronavirus, right there. <laughs> yeah, I will. Well, it's it's definitely going to be interesting, but I I will do my best to not get coughed on and make it through in one piece. That's good. <laughs> that's that's my positive note to end on. <laughs> yep, everyone have a great weekend and see you next week for yep. the Bachelor finale. We'll recap that and we'll talk about the WCC tournament. Yes, we'll give you an update on it. All right, have a nice day, guys.